Hi, it's Denise. Welcome to this episode of Life Beyond Our Wildest Dreams, a podcast where we talk about what we've earned in recovery. And we also share what we're doing in our life beyond our wildest dreams because we stayed in recovery. Today, this episode is about the life and legacy of my friend of 41 years and sponsor of 20 years, Beverly Jansen. Beverly was sober 52 years when she passed away suddenly this year at the age of 74. She was born in Regina, Saskatchewan on May 6, 1947, to her parents Bob and Evelyn Jansen and her sister Ashala came along later. They were originally from Regina, but spent many years in Vancouver and White Rock, and Ashala now resides in California with her husband Mikey, and has for many years. I first met Beverly when I was 21 years old, and I'll be 62 next month, all going well. So 40 years our relationship spanned as one of the longest friendships in my life. Most friendships would be a month, would be lifetime. I first moved to Vancouver from a small and rural town and it was a culture shock, a real culture shock. I was lost, I had hardly any family, none here, none that were talking to me. My friend that I moved here with knew Beverly well. They had been friends for many years and were both in a 12-step program. I didn't know that. They shared a very close bond, one which I would later come to understand personally. Every Saturday morning, we would go over to Beverly and Ashala's and we would see them and their little white, adorable, miniature poodles, Biscuit and Butch, and Beverly would freshly grind some dark roast coffee. It was just like being at home. And so every week I had that to look forward to. So I have very happy memories of dark roasted coffee on a Saturday morning specifically. It became a ritual. A comfort. I had no idea that a lifelong relationship would develop with Beverly. Five years later, Charlie came along and she enjoyed Beverly's presence in her life for 34 years. They were good, good friends. Any major family event, Beverly was there. Our two children, age 52 and 54, and our four granddaughters, ages 10 to 29, all knew that if any family event was happening, Beverly would be there, and a shallow when she could be. Beverly was all about love and service in her life. She never had children. Uh, she didn't remarry. So she devoted her life to the people in the program. She'd always rise people up, and she would rise up herself, never drag you down, and she'd never drag herself down. She loved a party of any kind and a celebration, especially if it was something to do with recovery. She was passionate about living a life beyond her wildest dreams. She'd always say, no matter what form of recovery you choose, as long as you continue to do it each day, you can live a life beyond your wildest dreams. The trick is staying in recovery. She wasn't perfect, her life wasn't perfect, but she took the imperfections and always saw the good or the full picture purpose. She was a very spiritual person, far so than I, far more than I was. Not religious at all, so we were on the same page with that, but she sought out all forms of new age spirituality. And I used to laugh at her when something would go wrong and she'd say, well, Denise, you know, Mars is in retrograde. 
she seemed to know everything that was going on in the new age and had an understanding of things I did not have. I was always fascinated. And of course, I'd just kind of laugh. But she did teach me that, you know, the spiritual journey, we can take what we need and leave the rest. There are very, very many routes to the same destination. She was a devoted caregiver for her mother, Evelyn, who died at the age of 95, and she lived with her for the last 10 years so that she could remain in her own house in White Rock. She loved her sister, Shalice, so much that they would make the yearly trips to California at Christmas and stay for several months. With COVID, thankfully, they were able to be on Zoom and have a lot of visits on Zoom, recently right up to the day before she passed. I hadn't physically seen Beverly for a year before her death. But thank goodness to Zoom, the one thing that I was so against in the beginning, it really gave us time together the last year. And I spoke with her and video called with her on Saturday before she died on Tuesday, never thinking that would be our last conversation. Charlie and I had a vow renewal for our 38th year anniversary four years ago, and Beverly officiated. Of course, course, the hostess with the mostest, the big hat, big smile, and big heart. She loved hats and boots, and in the earlier years, there's stories of her with long ivory cigarette holders, boots that laced up to her knees, fur coats. She lived every day to the fullest. Every year she'd want to tell us, pre, pre her recovery date, some of the stories about being a wild child in Regina, traveling on the back of motorbikes with wild boyfriends, drinking. If I needed clothes, she said, and a change of clothes, and I got stuck, I'd go into the mall, I'd get a change of clothes. We all knew what that meant. But the best story of all was the typewriter. Whenever she'd relapse, she'd take the family's old typewriter, She'd take it to the pawn shop, and away she'd be gone. The family would know she'd be on a bender. But she took great pride, as most of us do in a twisted way, towards the end of her drinking that not only did she take the typewriter, but she took it to the pawn shop, but how good it was of her that she actually got the claim tab or stub and took that home to her parents and left it so they'd know that where the typewriter was, and basically where she was. She'd go off the rail, she'd relapse. Finally, in the end, both she and Bob were in recovery. And I believe she had a month or so longer than he did um, in, in anniversary time, difference in years, of course. Um, so he, of course, was sober a long, long time when he passed away. So, and of course, Evelyn was involved in her 12-step program. So it was a real family of recovery. And of course, Ashala was always in support of them all. Like Beverly, she grew up in her recovery program. She was 21 like I was. So when she died, she was sober more than half her life. We both learned how to live in these rooms. And yes, she taught me many things, but the people before her taught her as well how to function in the life and how to relate in a new way. We got to become old-timers together. 
we were able in the end to support each other. Her sponsors had died and uh, her closest sponsor had died a year before she did. So we would sponsor each other and often in one of our calls it would end with, you're still sober today? Yeah, I'm still sober today. We lost many of our members. I think a year before she died, we lost 14. It was hard to say goodbye to these legends and mentors and friends. And it'll be very hard to say goodbye to the ones that are still left behind. I think maybe there's four or five original members. I just didn't think we'd be saying goodbye to her so soon. I've been blessed all these years to have her example in my life. We were very different, but we respected each other's differences and rejoiced in our similarities. After all, no matter what, we always had dark roast coffee on Saturday mornings. Beverly, of course, chose a 12-step program, and she sponsored many women over the years, always a guide, a mother, an aunt, a cousin, a sister, always to these people what they didn't have, always family. And when people wouldn't get sometimes what I thought was the simplest thing, she'd say, Denise, remember, some are dimly lit, some are barely glowing. And they need our light. We need to shine the light on them. I remembered when I got there, I was dimly lit and barely glowing. And thank goodness I had her light. She joined our original home group meeting in 1968 when I was eight years old. So who would have known this eight-year-old person was going to many, many years later cross the path of Beverly? She attended that same group for 53 years. So every single person that came into that meeting for 53 years and every woman that came into that meeting in 53 years came into contact with her, her experience, and her strength, and her hope. She was a real hugger, so she would constantly be at the door. And she, no matter where she went, she had to have her hug. She was known for her hugs, and as COVID came, she said, you know, I don't know that I can ever return face-to-face at the meetings to protect my health, and also because I'm a hugger, and I won't be able to help myself. So we all got virtual hugs every week. And she would always call everyone a dear one. She held hope for everyone, even the most hopeless. She was respected, and she was our longest member, our elder, our guide. Every year, she would give the Christmas message to us, reminding us how to get through the holidays with a few tips. Always started with let someone know your plans and where you're going. Make a commitment to call them when you get there and when you get home. Go to the function late, leave early. When at a party, get a special glass you know is just yours. Introduce yourself to the bartender. If there's alcohol, let them know I won't be drinking tonight and that you do not want any alcohol. And if there's no differences in the glasses, then put something in the glass to make it different. Maybe two straws, celery, and keep your eye on your drink at all times. That was always the most important. 
Nope, that's wrong. The very most important was always, always, always have a good, good time. That recovery was meant to be fun. As Christmas is approaching, I was thinking about Beverly's Christmas message, and it seemed like the right time to do this. My recovery date is March 15th, 83, and it's always going to be marked now with her sudden passing, March 23rd. So I just figured this was a good time. It's Thanksgiving. I have a lot to be thankful for today as I celebrate Thanksgiving with my American family and friends. I will always say I'm an alcoholic and my name is Denise. She taught me that many years ago as she was taught to always remember that first and foremost, I can't forget I'm an alcoholic. That if I forget, it will never matter what my name is. A life of love and service, well lived, passed on to so many others. When Beverly died, I thought, what can we do to honor her memory and her service? and her love of life beyond her wildest dreams. Hence came the podcast. Surprise was to me. And at 61 years old, going to figure out a podcast. And next was people telling their stories, their stories of hope and joy and sharing with us what they have earned through their recovery and what their wildest dreams are. What they're able to do today because they're in recovery. I've been blessed to have Anthony Capazzoli help me start the podcast and teach me and then have 22 wonderful guests to date all to date sharing all of their experiences strength and hope with with all of us and sharing their wildest dreams with every story we tell and every dream we share there there are dreams and stories of hope I will pass along all the things I've learned from Beverly in 30, 38 years. And so much of it now is in my life and I give back and I do service and I will pass it on just the way she taught us to pass it on. I will carry the torch that she left. The, the, so much of her legacy is going to be the stories, the podcast. So please help me keep that alive. It was hard to think of replacing Beverly. As a, other than my friend, a relationship of this type of mentor is so, so important in recovery. We rely on it. We trust the person with our life. I thought to myself, you know, who's ever going to measure up? Who's going to replace her? The short answer is no one. When I was talking to Ashala one night, Beverly's sister, she said, it's okay to let Beverly go. Let her walk beside you in her shoes, in her new shoes. And you can let the new person in your life walk in their shoes beside you. Not even a week later, I found my new sponsor. A mentor in California, where Beverly and Ashala spent so much of their time. That was my first sign. And almost on a daily basis, she calls me dear one. She has no idea that those are Beverly's words. We share a very, very different relationship and bond. She's the exact right person I need for me now. 
It was like it was a natural progression, like Beverly led me right to her door. I'm no longer at the same home group. I just couldn't stay there anymore with Beverly not there. We were there for almost 30 years on and off together. And when we were away, or I was away, she said, you're always an honorary member. And I feel that I always will be, but it's just too hard to be there without her. It was time for a change. I've been embraced in my new group with open arms from amazing people. A new path, a new beginning. All thanks to this amazing trailblazer. You might be gone, Beverly, but never forgotten. I would never still be here if it had not been for you. So everybody, remember, you can live a life beyond your wildest dreams. Just stay in recovery. It's all possible and obtainable, but you have to stay. Reach out. Don't try to do it alone. We can do what I can't do by myself. I would have never made it this far without her, and I won't make it any further unless I stick close to my mentor, my sponsor, my friends. Just please keep the legacy going, her message of hope, joy, and a full life. We'll keep the podcast going, and I hope that you'll come and share your stories, and we'll just keep passing it on a day at a time, a story at a time. I can actually say on this Thanksgiving today, Beverly, rest in peace. Or as you'd say, rest in peace, dear one. Your job here is done. We'll take it from here. We've got it. I want to thank Beverly's sister, Shala, best friend Joni, for their love and support of the podcast. And all of you for listening subscribing, doing reviews, and keeping it going. It keeps her memory going, live and strong. And to, of course, my wife, Charlie, who helps me co-produce the podcast, Something We Want to Do Together, for your unwavering love and support. I just know that Beverly would be so proud and Beverly would be so happy that we continue to keep the stories going and we all continue to live beyond our wildest dreams. Please have a happy, safe, and sober holiday.